sorry. How are you? Let's settle back into our seats and get ready for the word this morning. I know you are ready to receive the word. Some of you may have noticed, but most of you probably did not. Right over on this side of the building is a lot of construction debris, like construction materials. We're about to get a brand new roof on this main building. I mean, God has extended beyond the life of this roof. It's an original roof and it's over 35 years old. So we are getting a brand new roof. Pray for me as I deal with contractors and all of their stuff. That's all I'll say about that. But anyway, we just wanted you to know that's a good report. We thank God that we're finally able to do that after a long, long time. So today, Pastor Jerry's coming. He's going to bring the word to us. Now, when the Holy Spirit takes over, like a few weeks ago, you know, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't ask permission. Uh, he just, what, 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 who was scheduled where? And so this, the preaching schedule was kind of, the, the way that it was, it sort of changed that a little bit. But Pastor Jerry's been scheduled to preach on this Sunday, and he's preaching on this Sunday. So, Pastor Jerry, Amen. God bless you as you come. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Well, you guys look beautiful. Amen. Let us pray. Father Almighty, precious Lord, we thank you for your blessings. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you, Lord, Father, for this opportunity, Lord, to be in your presence, Lord, Father, and to worship you, Father, and to come before you. Lord, take us deeper, Father. Lord, expand us, Lord Jesus. Lord, as we seek more of you, and thank you, Lord, Father, for your blessings upon us. Let us decrease, Father, while your spirit increase. In your precious name, Father, we pray. Amen. 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 So I, I, will, I will go right to the scripture, but I, I want to say something that in the past few weeks, um, it's almost as if there was like an alarm call, sound the alarm. Uh, Pastor Calvin had a series on you know, the countdown to Armageddon, and, and it's, it's almost as if if you listen to those, to the messages, you listen to... Uh, if, if you read the scripture and, and you listen to the message, you can, you, can get, you can get a clear information in regards to where we are today and also what we can almost look forward to in the future. And, and then you had uh, Pastor Jamil and, and Pastor Rose. They came with their messages and, and the fullness of God and also uh, and how well do you know God? Do you know God? And so... I want to add to that and really um, ask you, okay, the title is already out there, so you guys got the title. <laughs> All right, so does he know you? Does he know you by name? Does he know you by name? And so I'll go to the scripture and let's look at Exodus chapter 33. Exodus chapter 33 and verse 17. 
Exodus 33, verse 7, and it says, And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked, because I am pleased with you, and I know you by name. I know you by name. There's something interesting about name. It was more important in the Bible days than it is today. But our Lord and Savior, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So when we look at names, let's look at some background on, on names. So in our day, names don't really have an intrinsic meaning. You might be Joe or Jim or John or Brian or Sue or Mary. Uh, those names don't automatically uh, convey a particular message about who you are. But it was different in Bible times. First, in Bible times, names often represent the person's character, personality, origin, or destiny of different people, individuals. Let's look at some examples. Jacob means cheater. Nabal means fool. And Peter means rock. What about the name of our Lord Jesus Christ? Lord means master, Jesus means savior, and Christ means the anointed one sent from God. Names. Second, names also represent authority. Perhaps you guys can recall some of the old movies and the Roman soldiers would come. Open in the name of Caesar. All those old crime shows. Open in the name of the law. So when you think of it, why, why, why would they say that? Because the officers have no authority in themselves to compel anyone to open the door. But when they knocked in the name of Caesar, in the name of the law, they were claiming the full authority of the government standing, standing behind them and backing them up. That's what David did when he was confronted by Goliath. In 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verse 45, David said to the Philistine, you come against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, who have defiled you, who, who you have defied. So, so when, when you look at, at the authority, when you come in the name of Jesus, you come in with the full authority of the Holy Spirit, the authority of God behind you when you come in the name of Jesus. And so you can, you can use the, the authority of Jesus and you can say, sickness and pain, I speak to you in the name of Jesus. 
Blood pressure be stabilized in the name of Jesus. Migraines be gone in the name of Jesus. Depression be gone in my life in the name of Jesus. Bring peace in my life in the name of Jesus. This mountain that's in your way, you can say, mountain, I speak to you in the name of Jesus because I'm coming to you with the authority of Jesus' name. Names. Names. Many times we take this for granted. Third, names represents a person's reputation. We see this clearly in the reference to the name of the Lord. The very first petition of the Lord's Prayer is, Hallowed be thy name. To hallow something is to treat it as being of great worth. You hallow God's name when you treat it with the respect it deserves. Names. Sometimes names are given through circumstances. Isaac was named because of the attendant laughter of his parents. In Genesis chapter 17 and verse 17, Abraham fell face down. He laughed and said to himself, will a, will a son be born of a man a hundred years old? Will Sarah bear a child at her age, of, at the age of 90? Names. Samuel, because of the prayer of his mother in 1 Samuel 1 and 20. So in the course of time, Hannah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel, saying, because I asked the Lord for him. Stay with me as we build the stage here. Moses, because his princess mother drew him from the water. In Exodus chapter 2 and verse 10. When the child grew old, older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. Jacob, because of the position of the twins at birth. Genesis chapter 25 and verse 26. After this, his mother came, his brother came out with his hand grasping Esau's heel, so he was named Jacob. Names. Does he know you by name? And as we go through today, as we go through the future, as we go through life, just know that whatever the Bible says, the Bible says you will go through trials and tribulations. He did not say if, but he says when you go through trials and tribulations. So you will go through trials and tribulations. But wouldn't it be reassuring to know that when I call on the Lord Almighty, he says to me, I know your name. I know your situation. I know the circumstances you're going through. Guess what? I have you because I know you by name. Does he know you by name? That is the challenge this morning. How well do, uh, what relationship do I have with the Lord Almighty? Do I have such close relationship with him that he know my name? He knows every situation, every circumstance. He knows my strength. He knows my weakness. He knows my inner needs because I have a close relationship with him. That is the question this morning. Does he know you by name? When God knows your name, he places your name in areas to supply your needs, addresses your situation, and answers your prayer. 
One thing I always do, I always use scriptures. I always refer to scriptures because it's not my interpretation. It's what thus says the Lord, the Bible says. So let's look at Esther chapter 6 and verse 10. Esther chapter 6 and verse 10, just a little background on the story here. This is where uh, Haman was, was, was seeking to exterminate the Jews. And he had an issue with Mordecai because Mordecai would not bow down to Haman. And he had an issue with that. And so what he didn't realize, that Mordecai had found favor with God. You see, God knew Mordecai's name. And so the king could not sleep all night because that name was in his head. Mordecai, Mordecai, Mordecai. And so when Haman came to the king, the king asked him, what would you do for the man who the king wishes to please? And so Haman was under the assumption that he's talking about me. So he gave a list. And, 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 and then when we look at, at what he says here, he, he, he gave a list, he said, to, 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 oh, I would put a robe on him, put him on the finest horse, and let him drive, let him ride through, and then acknowledge that this is what the king does for the man who pleases him. And so the king said to, to Haman, go at once. The king commanded Haman, get the robe and horse, and do just as you have suggested for Mordecai, the Jew, who sits at the king's gate. Do not, do not neglect anything you have commanded. So when the Lord knows your name, the person who hates you, the person who wishes evil against you, the Lord can use them to be a blessing to you. So he can use them to deliver your blessing. Your enemy can deliver your blessing when God knows your name. Pastor, I, I don't think that they're really convinced, so I'll have to use a few more scriptures to really show that what happens when, you are, when you're favorable with God. So in Jeremiah chapter 38 and verses 8 and 9, it says, Abimelech went out of the king's house and spoke to the king, saying, My lord, the king, these men have done evil in all that they have done to Jeremiah the prophet, whom they have cast into the dungeon. And he is likely to die from hunger in the place where he is, for there is no more bread in the city. So here you have Jeremiah is in the dungeon. On Jeremiah's behalf, Somebody goes to the king. Take the name of Jeremiah and places it in the king's heart, his mind. And the king was moved and he released Jeremiah from that. So just understand that when your name is in God's plan, when God knows your name, he can place your name into situations. He can place your name into people's heart. He can place your name into those impossible circumstances. And he can make the way for you and open doors for you when he knows your name. Does he know you by name? 
you're still not convinced, so I'll have to keep going further. <laughs> so another one is in Daniel chapter 6 and verse 28. This is where there were men plotting against Daniel because Daniel prayed to God. He prayed to God three times a day. And they had the king write a decree that anyone who prays to another god will be cast into the den of lions. And so that happened to Daniel. But as we look at the situation, we know that Daniel was in the lion's den, and the, the, the king could not sleep all night because he was concerned. He was, the name of that, the Daniel's name was in his heart and in his head. And so the next day he went and he asked Daniel, Daniel, are you okay? Daniel said, yes, I am fine. But we all know that in the end it says, so Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyprus, the Persian. In the midst or in the area where Daniel should not have prospered, he prospered because God knew his name. Does he know you by name? So we have one more where Joseph was in prison. Genesis chapter 41, verse 12. Joseph was in prison. And we know that there was a request to interpret a dream. And uh, the chief cupbearer, he said, now a young Hebrew was there with us, a servant of the captain of the guard. We told him our dreams, and he interpreted them for us, giving each man the interpretation of his dream. And so we all know Joseph was then taken out of prison, came before the king, or we call the Pharaoh. He came before the king, and he interpreted the dream, and we all know that he was one of the leaders in Egypt because God knew his name. Does he know you by name? When he knows your name, You might have been at the point where you're about to give up. You're about to throw in the towel. But then you receive a call from someone. And this someone says, you are on my mind. And I just thought I would give you a call to pray with you. This is when God knows your name. You were down to your last dime, not knowing where the next opportunity will come, not knowing how you will buy your grocery or even put gas in your car. And somebody 
reaches over to you and puts some money in your hands. They say, I was just thinking about you. That's when God knows your name. So you have your boss who may have been neglecting you for a while, and then all of a sudden they decide to give you a call late at night or early in the morning saying, I need to talk to you. I, I, I need to talk to you because there's something that I need to do with you. I need to put you or promote you into a certain position. Came out of nowhere. This is when God knows your name. And so the question I have to ask you is, does he know you by name? You, you, were, you had an outstanding bill that was due. And then for some reason, you got a call and has been pardoned. That the, the, or you had a, a penalty that you had to pay close or pay a high stake for. And that penalty was gone. This is how you know God knows you by name. And these are just the small things that our God wants to do for you when he knows you by name. Does he know you by name? So let's go back to the text of Exodus chapter 33. Let's look at the story of Moses. Exodus 33, verses 14 to 17. And it reads, God answers Moses' prayer, giving the promise of his presence. And he said, my presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us? So we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have, asked, you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. I know you by name. So my presence will go with you, as literally means my face will go with you. And this helps us to understand when the Bible says that Moses saw God face to face. He said, my face will go with you. And it said, I will give you rest. The presence of God means rest and peace and life. This was important and necessary for necessary gift for, from God to Moses and Israel. A gift that God wants to give to you and I. Rest. Rest from pain. Rest from anxiety. Rest from wrong decisions. Rest from worries. He wants to give us rest. Rest. Does he know you by name? It says, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us out. Do not bring us. So Moses continued his bold intercession, his bold communication with God. He is very bold in this. And he was telling God, he said, God, he said, if your presence is not coming with us, do not move us from here. If your presence does not go with us. 
And it's very important to understand that he says, wherever you take us, let your presence go with us. And that's the same thing we should have in life as well. Lord, wherever you have me to go, Lord, wherever you want me to do, please let your presence be with me. Let your presence be with me in the morning. Let your presence be with me throughout the day. Let your presence be with me wherever you have me to go or to do. Let your presence be with me. And then Moses said to him, For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us? Moses knew that there was nothing more important for them at this time than the Lord's presence with them. There was nothing more important than the presence of Yahweh being with them during this time. Because when you look at the surroundings, they were surrounded by enemies. There were people who were, there were nations who were just waiting to take them over. Nations who were waiting to move in on them. But they said, God... Let your presence be with us. Let us be known as a people who are peculiar in your eyes. Let us be known as a people who are special in your eyes. And so let your presence go with us. He said, I'm asking this extra thing because we need that, Lord. We need that, especially during the time where our enemies are looking on us, ready to take us over. And that is the special gift that we should be asking God for today as well. Lord, we at Acts 2, let your presence be with us, Lord Jesus. Father, let your glory be upon us. Father, let there be a, 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 a peculiarity about us, Lord, where we are seeing the manifestation of God in our midst. Father, we are experiencing your healing power in our midst. Lord, we are experiencing breakthroughs in our midst. Let your presence be with us. And God said to him, which is our key theme, I will also do this thing that you have spoken. For you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. God honor, honored the bold intercession of Moses, and he promised to restore his relationship with Israel. Does he know you? Is that relationship there with God that he knows you by name? So how do we get to this point where God knows us in such a special way? How do we get to this point? We must gain a close relationship with God. Close relationship. Must grow in knowledge. Colossians 1 and 10, it says, That ye may walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Increase in the knowledge of God. It says that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Our knowledge of the will of God must always be practical. We must know it in order to do it. 
Christians should endeavor to be filled with knowledge, not only to know the will of God, but to know more of it and to increase in the knowledge of God. The more I get to know God, the more he gets to know me. And we have to continue to grow in the knowledge of God. As we grow in the knowledge of God, he understands and he knows us in a more intimate way. Another one that is so powerful is prayer. Prayer. The prayer this morning was so powerful, and, and, and it's, 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 it's so great that we can transition from prayer right into our worship with our Lord and Savior. Prayer. So as, as you pray to God, you gain a close relationship with him. Communicate with God on a regular basis. As you communicate with God, he keeps a record of everything. He's never short on storage. Where the old information, you know, if you have a database, eventually you run out of memory or space. And in order to make room for new information, you have to delete the old information. But our God and Savior, he never deletes any information. Every prayer, every plea, every tear you drop, God keeps a record of everything. It could be from one year ago, five years ago, 20 years, 30 years ago. That prayer that you've been praying to God, he keeps a record of that. He never forgets any prayer that you put up to him. And he has everything in his control and in his timing. So when we learn and we understand that whatever my needs are, when I reach out to my God and Savior, he keeps a record of all of those things. And his timing is the right time. And he will answer in his time. And so it's up to me to trust him and rely on him, knowing that if he knows my name, he has everything under control. And so I cast all of my burdens. I cast all of my cares. I cast all of my concerns into the arms and the bosom of my Lord and Savior because he has everything under control when he knows me by name. Does he know you by name? Christ-like character. Christ-like character. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 21. It says, For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. We have an example that we can follow. Follow the steps of our Lord and Savior. And so, Lord, as I submit myself to you, Lord, as I give myself to you, Lord, I'm walking according to your will, according to your path, according to your plans. If I'm walking according to your will, according to your will, your plan, and your path, I am in aligned with my Lord and Savior. And so, so when I have the Christ-like 
character. And, and, and when I, I, I seek to be more like Jesus, we become more of a peculiar people, as I said earlier. And in 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10, Peter talks about that. He says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who are called you out of darkness and to his marvelous light which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. And so we are a special, peculiar people called of God. We are walking according to his will, according to his plan, and according to his path. If we are walking according to God's plan, then we are walking according to God's way for our lives. Good works. Doing the work of God. Our community outreach we had out here. That is an example of doing the work of God. When we reach, when we, when we stretch out our hands, when we, we saw the, the missions field, when, when we give to those kinds of things, we are doing the good work of God. When we visit the prison, we're doing the good work of God. That is what God is calling us to do. Amen. Your name, your name, your name is a blessing. I want you to take that today and realize that your name is a blessing. If God knows your name, your name is a blessing. Isaiah 43, verses 1 and 2, it says, But now, thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. Why? Because I know you by name. And when I have your name, I have you. And when God, when you have that relationship with the Lord and Savior, your whole perspective change in life. Yes, we know that according to the revelation, according to God's plan, there will be challenges and obstacles for the church and for the people of God. But he also said that nothing should withstand or stand against his church. In other words, when God has your name, there is a shield of protection over you. And when God has your name, he makes the way for you. He clears the path for you. Wherever there is a mountain you need to climb, he gives you the extra energy and the strength to keep climbing until you get to the top. This is the benefit of having God know your name. Does he know you by name? Oh, name, names. 
I've known people who said, oh, my family name is mud. My family name has been ruined and corrupted. And so I will not associate myself with certain parts of my family because of that name. Some people have even went ahead and, 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 and through the, the, the privilege, they've actually changed their name because they don't want to be associated with what their name really was or in the past. But I want to tell you that when God has your name, you are blessed. Your name is a blessing. And I want you to understand this, that you have your name. When you start praying to God, start taking your name and naming every letter to God. That is the one thing that I've, that I've, that, that I've been revealed to me is that when he has your name, Take your name and each letter, let those words, or each letter, let each letter be a blessing before God. And so my name is Jerry Bridgewater. Okay? Jay, you've been justified. Because you've been justified, you can come to my throne. E. I want you to be encouraged in every path, every step you take, because through me, I will encourage you to keep moving forward. Guess what? Our, you've been restored. So do not let any kind of guilt or conscience be on you because you've been restored in my name. Our, you have been redeemed. And by being redeemed, you are a child of God. You will always be a child of God. And I have you by name. Why? Yes, Lord. Yes to your will. Yes to your plea. Yes to your command. I say yes to all things because, Lord, I trust you as my Lord and Savior, my King of kings and Lord of lords. B, you are blessed. You are blessed in every situation, every, every action you have to take, every step you have to take. Know that you are blessed in my eyes because I have you by name. R, you can find rest in me. So no matter how heavy the burden of life become, just call on the name of Jesus and I will give you rest. If you can't sleep at night, just call on the name of Jesus and I will make your sleep sweet. I will give you rest in all things. I, you, you are invited to my throne, so come boldly to the throne. Whatever your needs are, come to me and I will answer your prayer. I will never turn you away because I have you by name. Oh, D, you've been delivered. Whatever guilt or ever challenges, you've been delivered from every stronghold, everything that tries to hold you down, you've been delivered, and I have you. Oh, G, I, you have grace in my eyes. You're gracious in my sight because I have you by name. E, just know that uh, you can endure. You can endure to every challenge. You can endure to every tribulation. Every mountain that there is to climb, you can endure. And this, W, you have wisdom. Wisdom from God Almighty. I give you wisdom in every decision. I give you wisdom in every choice that has to be made. Just keep praying to me, and I will give you wisdom that you need to go through every trials, every challenges in life. Because I have you by name. A, the assurance that I am with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you because I am your king. T, triumph. You triumphant in all things. Triumphant in all things. Every challenge, just know that you are triumphant. 
and E, you will continue to everlasting, to everlasting, because I am with you. And if you really want rest, you can use R again for rest, or you can use R for, you know, you've been, you, you, you've, you've been redeemed, restored, every, whatever you want to call it. But I will say rest again because through every trials in life, you want rest in our Lord and Savior. And so just know that when you say your name and you present your name to God, it is a complete package that's going before God. And so I don't know what you're dealing with or what challenges you have. Whatever your name is, take the letters and let it be a blessing. Let it be a blessing. And whenever somebody calls your name in prayer, just know that that complete package is going before the Lord and Savior. Does he know you by name? Hallelujah. Does he know you by name? Whatever your name is, we know all of you. Whatever your name is, it is a blessing. Whatever God owns, it's a blessing. If he owns your name, it is a blessing. He owns you. And so, I just want to encourage you. If you are feeling down, if you're feeling as if this is almost like an end for you, that there's a big mountain that you can't seem to get over, put your name before God. If there's someone in here who has a doubt that Lord, I just don't feel as if if I give you my name that you can take my name and you know back and forth. And by the way, if you really want to add more, you can even spell your name backwards and keep adding to it. But, but if you feel as if, Lord, for some reason, I, I've been disconnected from you. I have been disconnected. And... and I feel as if I give you my name, there are question marks coming behind it. If you have any question marks behind your name, when you present that to God, to our Lord and Savior, then we want to pray with you. But I want to encourage you to connect to our prayer time, 930 service, prayer time, connect. That is your breakthrough. That is when you build that relationship with our Lord and Savior. If that question comes to you, does he know you by name, you should say, yes, he does. Without even trying to think, yes, he does, confidently. And that's why Moses was able to speak to God in such a way. He wasn't demanding, but he was very confident when he spoke to God. And God said, you know what? I will do what you ask me to do because I know you by name. 
And then in Isaiah, what he says, when you go through, guess what? I will protect you because I know you by name. And so if you guys, if you've been in tune with the past sermons, see the connection and really this is the call. This is the call. This is the call. That these are the last days. And Lord, I want to be in that book. I want my name to be clear because with no questions. So we will pray. But I want you to know that we will be here afterwards as well. So feel free to come up for prayer. Even if it's, it's, it's a reassurance that you know there's a small question mark, but I, I, I want that question mark to be removed. We'll pray with you. Let us pray. Father Almighty, precious Lord, You are great and greatly to be praised. Lord, you are our King of kings and Lord of lords. Thank you, Lord, the Father. We bring our names before you, Lord. And Lord, each letter is a blessing. And so, Lord, when you hear our name, or when our name is mentioned in prayer, we are believing and receiving that blessing in our name. Whatever the needs are, thank you, Lord, the Father, and you, Father, we have fullness of life. And Lord, I pray for each person in here, Lord Jesus, and those online, that Lord, bless, Father. You know the needs. Heal in the name of Jesus. Restore in the name of Jesus. Fulfill in the name of Jesus. As pastor said earlier, fresh, fresh anointing, fresh healing, fresh grace, fresh peace, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that, Father, we are peculiar people. And, Lord, we are grateful for your blessings and manifestations. In the sweet and wonderful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Does he know you by name? And you should say, yes. Hallelujah. You are dismissed. God bless you.